The interview with Nicole Byer and Sashir Zamata for this episode was recorded on June 14th, 2023. This week on Best Friend Energy. We were in Costa Rica and I presented a joke to Sashir. It's a little sensitive subject matter, but I was like, I think I want to start telling this joke. And here's the premise. And Sashir, as the sun went down, laughed as we <laughs> waited in the water. And she was like, you should tell that joke. And then the first time I told it, it bombed so hard that I literally <laughs> said on stage, I was like, Sashir told me to tell this. And I wasn't even there. She just like threw me under the bus. I wasn't even at the show. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Clea and I'm Joanna and this is Best Friend Energy. On the show today, we are talking with best friends, Nicole Byer and Sashir Zamata. They host the hilarious podcast, Best Friends. They're so funny and we got to talk to them about how they met doing improv in New York and some of the projects they have going on right now. And of course, we'll also take your DMs, but first we're going to take a quick break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nicole and Sashir, welcome to Best Friend Energy. We are so beyond excited to have you guys join us. I wish we were all in the same room. That's the only downfall here. I am going to start this off with something I'm curious about. Joanna and I talk a lot about our friendship rituals. I don't know if you guys have friendship rituals, but for example, when we are on the road, Joanna always goes back to the hotel first. She orders me champagne with a side bucket of ice, just the way I like it. You know, just certain things that now we've come to expect. Do you guys have friendship rituals between the two of you? Oh, I wish. Nicole, why don't you order me champagne whenever we go places? <laughs> uh, sorry. sorry. Sorry to start a fight, but... Um... <laughs> yeah. Why aren't we doing that? <laughs> so you guys are like every man for themselves. Like, we're <laughs> not, not helping. No, I think we do, like, kind acts in the moment. Like, sometimes Nicole will, like be chivalrous while we're on an airport and like take my luggage down for me. <laughs> Cause I'm the man. <laughs> that is yeah, she's the man in the relationship. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to say like, that's something like, yeah, you know, Joanna and I, we don't help each other. We, no, it's we, like, like, out look, of my, we're like elbowing each other. Get out of my way. Yeah, getting get off out of my way. I'm getting off the plane first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's really nice. Good for you, Nicole. I like that. So another thing Joanna and I uh, compare and contrast with ourselves is whether or not we're extroverts or introverts. I'm wondering, how do you guys identify? Well, Sashir's definitely an introvert. This is true. With extrovert tendencies. Extroverted (laughs) introvert. Oh, say more. Say more. I'm like, I I think I might see you here, but I would love to hear (laughs) what you would, how you would describe that in detail. Like I'm an introvert at my core, but I can be extroverted if need be like obviously I'm a a performer so I can do that but then like I don't know being in a room full like 16 people I have to socialize with is terrifying but (laughs) put me on a stage in front of a thousand people I'm I'm just fine (laughs) yeah I think it's because you don't expend and like you're expending energy performing but -hmm. it's like when we do improv it's like you are connecting with just one person and other people Mm -hmm. get to just watch it as opposed to to a room full of 16 people 
you have to connect with maybe one, two, three, like so many more people. Yeah. That's more energy, I think, than just performing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Joanna is nodding along. She relates so deeply. I, I, this is so helpful to hear someone else describe this because it's not, one, it's not that I don't even like, like people. I actually really, really love people. It's just... Mm-hmm. I get exhausted if I have to be on in a certain capacity versus other ways of being on. I would say Nicole's like a introverted extrovert. I think you're an extrovert at your core, but you have introvert tendencies. Because sometimes she'll surprise me and be like, uh, can you ask the waiter for the thing? And I'm like, why can't you do this? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a candle. When the flame is out, it's out. And you got to go get oh. the matches or a lighter. But sometimes it gets a little lost and I'm like, oh, I shan't ask a single person a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys mentioned you mentioned you're a performer in improv. Um, you guys met at the Upright Citizens Brigade. Did you guys like have an immediate spark and just became friends immediately or was it a slow burn? I'd say it was love at first sight. Mm. Love I think it was love at first sight as well. You just looked so cool. And then you were so funny. If I meet someone that's like cool and funny, I'm like, this is going to go somewhere. We have a pending relationship already. I'm like, oh, I would like to be that person's friend. But I, mm-hmm. Nicole definitely had a mission. Nicole was like, I will make this person my friend. <laughs> and it worked. That's how I that's am. Clea. That that's is how Clea. I am. Yeah. I will manifest it. Like She I, will. She really will. So talk to me a little bit about improv. How, how did this all come to be? Did, did you just like know from an early age this is what you loved and this is what you wanted to do? I first saw improv when I was I think in middle school because my volleyball coach took us to improv shows like (laughs) at the end of the season (laughs) and I was like oh my god like this is magic they're like come up with stuff in the spot and when I got to college I performed in an improv group and then when and then the UCB touring company came to my school and I saw them and I was like, oh, my God, like I want to go wherever they came from. And so when I moved to New York, started classes at UCB, shortly met Nicole. We started performing together. And yeah, I think it's improv is like helpful for everything. It's really great helping you listen and respond, which is great for stand up, great for acting, it, great for presentations conversations it's just like immensely helpful in all kinds of ways and and it's fun does anything about it scare you like do you ever have jitters I guess improv's like once you know how to do it easy because you have a team Mm -hmm. of people that you're working with or one other person so Mm -hmm. it's not like you're by it yourself Nicole do you get jitters I get jitters truly um every time I perform that's how I know I still care about performing I found improv mm. because I just Googled what do actors do when they're not acting. And improv is like <laughs> one of the things that came up. And then I don't think I'd ever really been to an improv show. Um, I had done improv in like theater school as a means to like get to the truth or whatever. And then I like started taking classes, saw a show and truly was like, oh, I could do that. <laughs> um, and then started performing and like, I think improv is easier than like other things because it's truly just like your scene partner says something and then that's the reality of it. And then you just mm. build on it. But it has been helpful for like acting and like what Sashir just said, like stand up and everything. When did you guys decide to work together? What was your first project? So I had an improv group and Sashir had a group um, or a duo and I had booked her and her partner on a show 
her partner ended up not showing up. And then I was like, well, I guess I can just like sit in and the two of us could do it because we had improvised like once before. Um, and then it was just kind of magical. And then uh, from then we added a third because Sashir was also performing with this wonderful woman named Keisha. Um, so the three of us became a group and we toured. We went to a bunch of different places. And then we did a web series. I said to Sashir, I have this idea. Uh, would you be interested in doing it with me? And you were like, yes. And then it took us forever to write it because we were tee hee hee ha ha and gossip. <laughs> so your podcast, Best Friend. Is there like a secret sauce you guys have developed? Like, why do you think it's worked so well? I mean, there's so much content out there to choose from. What do you think makes it work so well? Well, I think people can tell that we have a genuine love for each other and a genuine friendship. Mm -hmm. And I think we we have very similar taste, but we have different vibes and styles. So I think people can be like, oh, I identify with this thing about Sashir. I can identify with this aspect of Nicole. And also it's nice for people to talk about adult friendships. I think there's like so many things telling you like how to get a date or how to like manage your kids or family, but not a ton of things talking about friendship specifically. And, mm -hmm. and then people can write in or call in and we ask friendship questions. And I think we were both surprised at how many friendship questions there could be like the array of topics yes. that you can have <laughs> when it comes to friends and it's and yeah it's nice we're finding people are really getting a lot out of discussing these topics do you have a standout question or a few that you're like oh wow I've never really thought about it this way but now let's talk about it I do yeah I mean there's one that I remember when I heard it I was like oh I have literally never thought about this uh this woman who is a mom was saying are lamenting about how her friends haven't invited her to stuff because she thinks they think she can't or she doesn't want to go out because she's a mom. But she's like, I'm dying to leave the house. I'm dying to like do anything. <laughs> but I don't want my friends to assume. But I also don't want to assume that that's what they're doing. And it's just interesting because I, I also have friends who are having children. And I guess I didn't think about their perspective. Like I also was like, oh, maybe they're busy with their kids or maybe they don't want to go to this party. But like, you should mm -hmm. at least give the, give the invite because they're still your friend and they're still mm -hmm. young and probably do want to hang. And if they really want to go, they'll figure it out. You know how many times I have to invite Joanna to things I know <laughs> she's not going to go to? It just, I, you, know, you have to ask. I, I, you have to yeah. ask. We have more questions for Nicole Byer and Sashir Zamata, but first we're going to take a quick break. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Okay, Nicole, we have to talk about my one of my all-time favorite shows in the world. The best. Nailed it. Um, Nailed It is 
what a runaway success. Like everyone Ugh. from us, our kids, our husbands, who doesn't love Nailed It? I just think That's... it's amazing. Will you tell us like, what is it like being a host of such a successful show? Are you like, no, I, I'd rather get in there and be a contestant. You want to be a judge? Like, oh, I would never dream of being a contestant. Um, no, that's, it's that sucks. Very funny. The contestants, <laughs> I don't know if they're prepped. I don't know if they tell them that there's six cameras on them plus like a, a flying camera. So seven cameras on them at all times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, it's right, like right. pretty intense. This year's done an episode. It's um, it's a lot and it's a long day and it's uh, it's like 10 yeah. to 12, 16 hour days. Um, but I, I love it. It's really fun. I It's a very silly show where the producers and on the show listen to me and I'll just be like, can I do this dumb thing? And they're like, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's, um, it is fun that no one's ever like, Nicole, that has nothing to do with the show. And I, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, Prom I promise it'll be funny. And then most of my dumb <laughs> shit does make it onto the show. Cause you're funny. You are so funny. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's, um, improv is a huge part of it. Like, Nothing's really scripted except for the descriptions of what they have to make. So like mm -hmm. when Jacques and I are at the table, sometimes someone is talking to us in an earpiece and sometimes I ignore it. <laughs> and then sometimes I just <laughs> do what I want. But it's not like I'm ignoring it to be rude. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm following the fun. This is more fun. But yeah, it's it's super fun. Sashir, did you have a good time? I had a blast. I mostly had a blast just watching you work. <laughs> She really like oh gosh. pulls the whole show together. She is the show. Like like she was I, saying, she yes, she is the show. That's she right. improvises a ton, and yeah, you're just sitting there watching people try their best to cook, and somehow Nicole makes it super <laughs> fun for hours. And... Do they know how bad they are? Do they really understand how bad they are? Um, I feel like in their audition tapes, I think they have to show them like show things they have cooked. Um, and everyone seems pretty bad no, I mean the things I've tasted <laughs> are bad. not great do you think that they're like have you seen people come on the show and you're like oh I don't think they've ever watched an episode like I don't think that they know what is in store oh in the beginning yeah like the first two or three seasons people hadn't seen the show and didn't really like we'd unveil the thing that they'd have to make and they'd be like wait what why why <laughs> what um, and that was always really fun and even in the later seasons when people have seen the show they're still like Oh, you made you made it even harder. You figured out a way <laughs> right, to right, make right. a like a cake with a thing pop out. Like what? Why? Um, but yeah, it's, the contestants are really fun, and then our guest judges are super fun. Is there a standout of like an episode or like a specific you know creation that someone's made that just like makes you still giggle? Like, is there anything that's just like been the best? And I guess by best, I mean worst. One person put a full spatula in a cake, like an actual <laughs> spatula, and that made me laugh. As as decoration? As decoration. They had to make like a barbecue cake, and mm. there was a fondant spatula, and they didn't have time to make one, so they just threw the oh. actual spatula on the cake, and truly, I couldn't stop laughing. It was such a wow. treat to see. Um, <laughs> and then Jason Manzukis's episodes are probably my favorite because he has, if you think I have a lot of energy, that man has 10 times more energy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so fun and he's so funny and um our camera operators are really like, the whole crew is just really delightful it's really incredible um okay Sashir we have to talk about the Marvel universe that you're in tell us how, how did that come to be 
Um, I guess I got asked to send in a tape, an audition tape. And because it's Marvel, it, it was secretive and I didn't really know what the plot was at all. And then I got asked to, to do another tape. And then there was a producer session where I auditioned via Zoom uh, in front of people. And I did it in this room and I like set up the hell out of it. I bought like this blue screen backdrop thing and I had all these lights pointing at me. It looked, I mean, like on camera, it looked like perfectly good, but like behind the scenes, it looks like some sort of like science, <laughs> like lab or something. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was one of those things. There's like a, like a handful of times where I felt like I auditioned for something and was like, that was the best I could do. And like, I, you know, you leave it all out there and it paid off and they cast <laughs> me and yeah, I'm very, very excited for it. That's a big deal. Really it's incredible. Deal. Yeah, it's very cool. It's my dream. I mean, where do you go from there? I mean, really? <laughs> I actually don't know. <laughs> I told that to the yeah. creator. I was like, I don't know. Do I just lower my standards? I don't know what to do from here. Because I, it's no, like a you show. Just, you're in the franchise now. Yeah. It's a, it's Marvel, which I've always wanted to be a part of. It's about witches, which is my jam. Cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> be honest. And, and also, like, the creator, the producers, the writers, the directors were mostly, if not all, women. And it was just so nice to be in a environment like that that felt so female and encouraging yeah. and collaborative. So, yeah, I really am leaving the process being like, oh, how can I go go to anything right. <laughs> from here? Right, right, right. <laughs> totally. Well, no, you'll just have to be in the franchise forever. That's Yeah, you signed in blood. Yes. You, they just didn't know it yet, maybe. <laughs> but you did. Yeah. I'll give them all my blood. Keep me in the franchise, yeah. please. 100%. No, you got to keep the blood in your body. <laughs> Fine. I'll keep some blood. Um, so you guys obviously work together a lot, but clearly you work separately a lot too. Do you guys like lean on each other for advice? Do you guys get on the phone and talk about audition tapes and, you know, try this and try that? Yeah, definitely. We've definitely like helped each yeah. other with auditions. Or, mm -hmm. like, when we, it comes to stand-up, we'll, like, send each other audio clips of our performances or go watch each other perform and maybe give advice on a joke or, or thoughts. I feel like we help each other a lot. Is it hard to give critical feedback when you are, like, watching each other in a, a situation where you aren't participating together? No. I don't think no. so. Um, yeah, surprisingly, no. no. Okay. I think because it's not, like, it's not critical. Yeah. It's, no. like, helpful. It's, like, yeah, because if you have a joke then it's just like it's not my joke it's your joke so it's like I, I'm just trying to generate ideas to help your joke it's mm -hmm. not like taking anything away from me or if it's like right. your audition maybe we're going out for the same thing but ultimately they're going to cast the person who's right for the part and it's not a personal thing so it's like of course I want to help you make your best tape right. or if you want to vent about the project you're on of course I want to hear about it. That's juicy. <laughs> right. Totally. Obviously. Yeah. But like, yeah. who wouldn't? No, that's so, the juice. Oh, yeah. I mean, it helps that we do the same thing so we can have yeah. that perspective when we're talking to each other. And we both know each other's voice really well. So I think it's helpful when we're watching each other perform or write or whatever to be like, oh, but you you do this really well. So, like, let's try to, like, mm -hmm. lean that way or or whatever. <laughs> We were in Costa Rica and I presented a joke to Sashir and I <laughs> and it's like a joke with like 
it's a little sensitive subject matter, but I was like, I think I want to start telling this joke. And here's the premise. And Sashir, as the sun went down, laughed as we waited in the water. And she was like, you should tell that joke. And then the first time I told it, it bombed so hard that I literally said on stage, I was like, Sashir told me to tell this. Like, I just panicked. And I wasn't even there. She just like threw me under the bus. I wasn't even at the show. I think we were like not even in the state. No. Oh my God, that's but so then, funny. The first time you saw me perform the joke, it was like I had figured it out. And it was like you and our other friend Mateo on the side of the stage cackling. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just so funny because you were like, no, no, this is a great premise. And now it's like my favorite joke that I've only told four times. You did One it. day the you world will be ready for that joke. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're gonna you're gonna tell it more than four times. Probably not. I recorded it for my special, and Netflix was like, "Can you not put that in? It's such a nice special. Can you not?" And I was like, "Okay." Oh wow, this is a controversial joke. It really is. Uh, okay, we end every conversation with a segment called Five Minutes for Hugs because, you know, it always takes five minutes to say goodbye to people. You know, it's like, it's your nightmares this year. It's like the 16 people in the room that you have to go <laughs> hug goodbye to. Yeah. It takes at least five minutes. Oh, I love an Irish goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just some questions, random questions. We used to call it rapid fire, but they're they're like not rapid fire questions at all. I feel like they actually require so yeah. anyway, but it's it's just our five minutes for hugs, questions that everyone get to know you better. Um, okay, you guys are obviously best friends. Do you have a pair of like favorite celebrity best friends? Like, is there a best friendship out there that you are very into? I'd say Gail and Oprah. Uh, Ooh. Yes. Classic. 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 I knew you were going to say Gail and Oprah, so I'm going to say Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> That's like also a classic. I All right, you care for both of those shawls, yeah. smoking cigarettes. I love that. What about Elizabeth though? She gets out of the out of the fray here. I mean, well, she's not a twin. Well, sorry, she's not, not a twin. That's they, true. They didn't That's work together. The world you live with. <laughs> Yeah, yes, right. Did. It's different. That's You've right. You've never seen the oh, that's adventures right. of Mary <laughs> Kate and Ashley where she played their little sister Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Who worries more? Probably me. I guess yeah. it depends on what, like, what the thing is. Yeah, if it doesn't matter me, if it is, it does matter and it's like time sensitive, it's you. Yes. Yeah, if it's like, are we going to eat tacos or steak? I'm worried. She's like, it'll, it'll, it'll happen. <laughs> yeah. You have low stake worries. <laughs> I have high stakes worries. <laughs> I'm like, are we gonna make that flight? And you're like, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that yes, that's exactly. <laughs> um, who is a better cook? Uh, maybe I'll say Nicole because you actually try to cook. I don't even try. I do try. I once presented a recipe to Sashir, and I said, let's make this. And we went to Gelson's to get all the ingredients. And she was like, okay, do you have the list of ingredients? I said, no, we got to watch this this Instagram video. So I watched the video and shouted out the, the ingredients to Sashir. And she's over it. Like, watch it. I watched it like three times as I'm like, time, rosemary. She also, Katie. we also couldn't stop the video. So she's, so she's like, oh, missed one. And we had to like watch it again and again. Oh, my God. Oh, I've done that. Here's the trick. Our friend... Mateo is like, the link in the bio probably has all the recipes. Or oh. just look at the description. Probably has all all of the recipe ingredients mm. or whatever. And I was like, we were on a different I'm podcast. And he said that. And I was like, don't tell Sashir. <laughs> we stood outside Gelson's <laughs> for so long. No, it's more fun the way that you have it. 
Definitely. Yeah, just shouting out ingredients. I think that that's good. It's also hard on cooking TikTok when you have to get your ingredients, but then the actual recipe is the video too. So mm-hmm. you're like making, th- you, I, I mean, I will watch the videos 10,000 times because I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to fold in the cheese. You know, it's like, I have to like watch the whole thing. Um, who is better at keeping a secret? I think me. I think you are too, because when people tell me a secret, they've told you because I'm just going to tell you. And I think there's <laughs> secrets that I don't know that you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a terrible secret keeper, but Joanna's a good secret keeper, which works because she's, the, I'm definitely going to tell her anyway. Like, even if I promise to death that I will not tell anyone, I'm definitely telling Joanna. So she's the lockbox. I am. You know, I have absolved myself of having <laughs> to keep a secret because I tell Joanna because she doesn't count about secret keeping and she will keep the secret. That's right. So everyone's safe is what I want to say. Yeah. Um, all right, for each of you, who is one of your favorite comedians? Um, Wanda Sykes has one of my favorite jokes of all time, which is her detachable pussy bit. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's really fucking funny. And she, the premise is just like, what if you had a detachable pussy? And, <laughs> and you forget it on a date and you have to call your friend and be like, girl, can you get my pussy? It's on the top shelf. <laughs> it's so funny. And she like blows out the world of that idea. And I think it's a perfect joke. Mm-hmm. Wanda Sykes is so, so funny. Any bit that she does about her French wife makes me oh, giggle. Mm-hmm. So I know. Hard. And you've imitated it before and it's always so oh, funny. It makes me laugh so so hard when she comes home and the it was in one of her specials recently the kids like had like i don't know a bunch of bouncy balls or maybe balloons or something that they were like kicking in her face and uh and her french wife was like it's a baby it's a baby and she and she was like it's a baby like i mean i just i i love her so much she's so freaking funny um all right what about you to share i really love sarah silverman i like pretty much all her specials i think she's really smart and she balances smart and like goofy really, really well, which I appreciate. Are there any like comedian heroes you have? Well, I would say mm. for you, Whoopi Goldberg, right? I was just about to say Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. Uh, I saw her one woman show. It was a revival in New York on Broadway and it was just so good. She like made us cry and laugh. Nah, I just love Whoopi. She's great. Ghost is my favorite movie. When I was little, I was like, this is the pinnacle of comedy. To this day, I still think it's like a rom-com and people are like ghost is definitely a thriller (laughs) 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 i would say carol burnett's one of my comedy heroes Mm. she's so funny but also just love in the beginning of the carol burnett show where she like talked to the audience and come out in a beautiful gown and just there's like an air of class to it before she got like really raunchy raunchy or (laughs) stupid (laughs) Mm -hmm. and was like now dressed like a hillbilly and or whatever right yeah (laughs) the range was great um all right well thank you guys so much so much being on best friend energy we so appreciate it we'll talk to you guys soon bye guys thank you bye let's take a quick break and we'll be back with dms All right, Joanna, are you ready for the first? Yeah, you know, I love a DM. Okay, this one is from Chrissy. <laughs> Clea, did you push the champagne button at the hotel? Okay, Ooh, thank you for asking, Chrissy. Um, it's not that sore. I, it's a little sore. 
Well, let's explain for anyone listening um, who did not watch our Instagram story. While we were in D.C. on tour, on the Summer Fun Tour, the hotel phone, not just one, every I checked others, okay, the multiple, mm-hmm. hotel phone had a champagne button on it. So, you know, it said like concierge, bell desk, you know, in-room dining, champagne. And it had a little champagne flute, it had a little champagne word, and a champagne button. Okay. We couldn't believe it. Like we could, I thought it was a joke for Clea, honestly. No, I thought I was hallucinating. Then I was like, okay, I'm not going to press this button right now because I can't commit to what's going to happen. Like I will press the button after the show because I do in fact want to order champagne and I'm going to see, like it was my reward. It was my treat for the end of the night. Okay. I get back to the room. I am pumped. Fingers are buzzing. I am ready to go. I press the champagne button. I wait excited. A woman picks up and I was like, hi, this is a champagne button. Like it, what is the champagne hotline? <laughs> and she was like, what are you talking? Like she was like annoyed with me. And I was like, this button, it says champagne on it. Like, what does that mean? And she was silent. And I said, is this just in-room dining? And she said, yes. And I was like, Aww. oh God, why have a champagne button if you're not going to have like a champagne song that answers it with like you know, some mean. kind of, if you're going to cross the bridge, cross the whole bridge, like don't cross it halfway. Like you need to answer with like literally a song. And then it's like number of bubbles that you like, like you need to yes. bring it. If you're going to have that bring button, it. you better bring it. It should open with Taylor Swift song, Champagne Problems. And then it should have a sound of a cork, like a cork yeah. popping off. <laughs> Yeah, I think we need to rebrand this. Again, they crossed the bridge halfway. If you're going to take the time to put in a champagne button on a phone, which I've never seen before, okay? If you're going to do that, there needs to be something better behind it. Don't trick me, all right? I also made a joke to Clea. I said, I think you should put it on your phone and it should go straight to John so that if Clea ever wants to champagne at home, it just dials his number. Yeah, I think I might. I might add it. Um, Okay, next DM. This is from Jennifer. What is a comfort item you bring on trips? Oh, that's interesting. Oh, Joanna, you're the comfort good cozy captain. So you start. Yeah. You know what? I would absolutely say an oversized sweatshirt. I, nothing I look more forward to for like a traveling day than having a really comfortable sweatshirt. I would also say very comfortable soft pajamas because again, I like to package them in my little packing square as individual gifts for each night. And I want the softest thing to just cozy up into at the end of the day. I look forward to this. For me, let's see, what is a comfort item you bring on trips? Yours is a Kindle. So that's what I was questioning. Are we going with like comfortable or is it something mm-hmm. that like No, you I think it's broader. You? I mean, she wasn't specific, so I don't think we have to take it too specifically. I- I'm answering okay. for you. I think yours is a Kindle. But I go everywhere with my Kindle. But it's still on trips. Like I feel like it's a part of you. It but is a part of me. Worried, it's part of my everyday. You're worried because it's a specific. It says trips. You're taking this very seriously. I'm worried because, again, everything that we answer and say out loud is locked forever. Like, it's, like, locked and loaded right. as the, the final answer written in blood. So it makes me nervous yeah. to, like, answer. Like, is it, like, a comfortable hooded sweatshirt or is it my Kindle? I just, I don't know. And I have to really give it some thought. I can't just, like, answer these questions. All right, Jennifer, get back to us for the next week and be very specific because we take these very seriously. I'm going to really be thinking about this. I guess you're right. I guess I can just say, let's just say Kindle. I'll lock it in. Okay. All right. You locked it in. Look at you. I lock it in. But I also, okay. Yeah. No, that's good. Is that my, <laughs> that's, my, that's my final yeah. answer. Okay. Again, we can't just, I am not good at just like answering something off the cuff because then it, be, it again, it becomes like scripture. It's, so uh, yes, you know how I feel about commitment. Okay. 
That is it for this episode. We are back on Tuesday, but until then, we'll be back Thursday with Best Friend Energy Unpacked. Of course, we always love to hear from you, your questions, your DMs, all of it. So keep in touch at Best Friend Energy on Instagram and TikTok or visit us at bestfriendenergypod.com. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on Best Friend Energy. We're back every Tuesday with a new episode. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Best Friend Energy. Best Friend Energy is a Hello Sunshine and Sony Music Entertainment production. Engineering and mixing by Nashville Audio Productions. Our senior producer is Rebecca Kaufman. Our associate producer is Cami York. Our executive producer is Sarita Wesley. Our executive producers at The Home Edit and Hello Sunshine are Lauren Lagarde, Hilary Franchi, and, and us. See you next time. Being a mother has its challenges. You have to constantly grow and adapt as your baby does. And while our kids aren't diaper age anymore, we remember a few tricky years with diaper obstacles like blowouts. Oh yes, I remember. Not to mention getting diapers on active babies. And you and I both know, once your baby starts moving, the adventure really begins. That's why you need Pampers Cruisers 360. A lot of people think Pampers Cruisers 360 are just for potty training, but from my experience, it's actually the best diaper to use as soon as your baby's on the go. It doesn't have ordinary diaper tabs. Instead, it has a unique 360 degree stretchy waistband, which is a great hack to keep your baby from taking their diaper off, which if you've ever experienced can lead to chaos. And as you know from the home edit days, if we care about anything, it's organizing messes and controlling the chaos. And it really stretches with your baby for a comfortable fit so your baby can move freely. It also makes it so easy to change a wiggly baby who's on the move. Pampers Cruisers 360 with the new blowout barrier are available in sizes three to seven and come in adorable new prints. The best part is that they are hypoallergenic and free of elemental chlorine bleaching, parabens, and latex. As mothers, we know how important it is to count on a great diaper. So for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Redeem Pampers cash, no cash value.